Hey. Hey, you're now listening to So You Were Saying with Dora and Lex. Tune in every Friday for the latest episode. Hey, hey, guys. Oh, that was aggressive. Hey, hey. <laughs> Welcome back to So You Were Saying with your host, Dora and Lex. Um, <laughs> I love the sound of that. <laughs> Today's topic is. Your energy isn't reciprocated. Oh, okay then. All right. There was, there was a switch up in the schedule. I wasn't aware. Okay. What? So apparently your energy isn't reciprocated. <laughs> okay, girl. Go so on. we literally just had to do a whole episode layout revamp because episode one that we recorded. Editing uh, life is difficult. And um, because we don't know what we are doing. <laughs> Long story short, <laughs> you're getting new content. Your energy isn't is it, being is reciprocated. reciprocated let's get to it let's talk about it uh, all right well this this topic i feel like is gonna go so many different ways because it is relevant in every aspect of your life of your relationships and i'm mm-hmm. not talking about your spouse i'm talking about your mother your father your sister your brother your man your wife <laughs> your baby daddy neighbor down the street yeah everything yeah everything like mm-hmm. your energy being reciprocated comes from every person that you interact with including yourself that is very true. So, which route are we taking? You want all to cover of them. all of them? All of them. Okay. Well, let's start with the most relevant thing that comes to mind. Ooh, mine is family. For me, it resonated with friendship. Um, I had a friend named Teddy that decided that she was going to cut off her friendship with me because apparently I wasn't matching her energy in the friendship, relationship, whatever you want to call it. To give a little bit of background story. Teddy and I met while we were working in the facility. If you paid attention to episode one, both myself, Lex, and Teddy all worked for this same company Mm -hmm. where we all ran different facilities. For those that know, you know. So. (laughs) Because some of you will know. Yes. And it will be like, oh, the tea. tea. Okay. (laughs) Because it was enough tea while we was at the facility. Exactly. Now the podcast. Yes, ma'am. So long story short, this friendship lasted for as long as I worked for that facility, which was about eight years or so. And during that time, we were thick as thieves. Literally, it was up and down. Uh, What she needed, what I needed, whatever needed to be done, it was there. And while I was there, I felt like I was a good friend to her. Unfortunately, once I decided to leave and part my ways with that facility, I kind of felt that she took it as a personal offense or personal jab at her. Like I was leaving her behind. Mm. Mm -hmm. And at that point, it was more of you're not doing this and you're not doing that. Even though after I had left that facility, there was a situation specifically when the pandemic hit that she asked me to look over her resume, which she didn't actually do. Not look over. Actually, I built the resume for her. Oh, I remember that. Right. And y'all know how annoying that is. Yeah. Building I, a resume. It's annoying. Um, and not only that, it's time consuming. So I had my own job. I'm still in school. Like, I, I'm setting aside time for things that aren't for me. You were actually in the middle of a whole life cha- like life transition. Correct. At that, st- at that time. Yes. But I took the time out of my day because I believed that Teddy's friendship was worth it. And I believed that that was me being a good friend. Right. And she decided, um, you know, to say that. And then she was given a uh, presentation that she needed to do. And she didn't know how to use PowerPoint. 
And I kind of set up her PowerPoint for her and set this whole thing up. Long story short, she ends up coming back to me. And this is before she decided that our friendship wasn't worth it or my friendship wasn't worth it or that I wasn't reciprocating her energy. She came back and she told me, oh, that presentation wasn't what they were looking for. It was basically, in essence, trash. And I said, oh, yes, yes, that's what she said. And I was like, wait, hold up. And she kind of like insinuated. (laughs) Oh, yes. Shots were fired. And in a way, she insinuated that she's like, oh, I can't believe that as almost like a college student, like you wouldn't know how to do a presentation. Oh, did she? She like not in those specific words. But that's how you took it. But that's definitely how it resonated to me. It was like a personal like jab, like. Okay, so you left this facility to quote unquote better yourself, but you're no better than XYZ in the third because you can't even do a presentation. Now, ma'am. But sis, you called me for this presentation. Exactly. Oh, okay. I definitely do know how to execute a PowerPoint. Like, don't come at me. Please don't do it. Please do not do it. Yes, that's nor here nor there because she took it the way that she took it. Right. And she decided to run with it. There was this one specific incident that led to our demise (laughs) as friends. And it was when she was hospitalized. I didn't actually go to physically see her. Now, for those that know me, and Lex obviously does know me, I have a very not so well relationship with hospitals. And it's not that I find anything wrong with hospitals, because later on you'll find out why that's so ironic. But it's just the fact that spending time to go visit People, when they're ill, I find that to be a very sensitive time for their li- in their lives. And I feel like the people that need to surround you are the people that are closest to you. So the people that are related by blood. I feel like by me being there, not only am I draining my energy, but I'm also kind of too much. Like, it's like sensory overload. I can't explain it in any other way. Like, it's I'm being too much by being there and invading privacy because there's a lot of things that go into when you're hospitalized and especially in the situation that Teddy was in. Well, before you continue, what I will say there is Mm -hmm. not that I disagree with you, but I also feel like it's based on just, again, the closest of of people, because I'm not going to hold you, sis. If I'm in the hospital, you're going to be at my bedside because I consider you family. There's to me, there's no like, I don't know. I can't picture you not being there. That's like you not being there for for my daughter's birth. Like you were present because to me, you're that type of person in my life. I guess I guess you are right. I guess. Wow. Because revelations right now. No, I mean, that's that's or at least that's how I would take it, because honestly, if you for me, if you weren't at my bedside, I would then feel hurt. And I guess that's that's exactly how Teddy took it. Teddy took it the same way that you would take it. But at the same time, I guess, yeah, maybe, maybe subconsciously, I never actually. Oh wow! Ooh, Lord Jesus! Maybe I'm just saying. Yeah, no. So, so if if we're being like completely candid, maybe subconsciously the friendship or that I had with Teddy was never the equivalent of the friendship that I currently have with you. Or, or at that least she felt you had with her or expected her. No, because it's not even about me. It's about that. Like just that moment that you're about to say right now or that right. you're that you're referring to right now mm-hmm. is. I guess I can see why she would feel that way. Right. Because I would definitely expect you to be at my bedside if I was in the hospital. But the relationship that I have with you is completely different than the relationship that she has with you. I mean, she had with you. Right. And don't get me wrong. I do believe that I dropped the ball by not actually going in person. So, yes, she was going through a very, very 
traumatic situation in her own right because obviously she was ill at that point in time and she I, I I'm not even gonna lie I was not the best of friends at that point in time I definitely dropped the ball like I definitely was a sucky friend if I really oh god why? you gotta be honest with yourself you have to because I mean I'm seeing I'm, I'm like wait but hold on I hear you and you're right and it's true right but if you really think about it and I'm I'm only saying it's like not saying that I know you through and through I mean I do but in the same essence I know if I was in that hospital bed you would be at my side with my family with my blood because it's just who you are to me and who I am to you Jesus do not cry on the air <laughs> she is about to cry you guys the um, tears are actually there I can't I didn't mean to make you cry. Why am I this upset? You're not editing this out. Jesus. This is true. This is raw. This is real. We're not editing this out. And it sucks to have a moment to say, you know, I sucked so bad as a person. Oh, Lord. And I guess what hurts me the most over this whole situation is that I never actually got the chance to say I'm sorry. So, Teddy, I am sorry. I knew better. I could have done better. There were just so many things of where I went wrong. And I chose to be selfish at that moment and not be there for you. So, Teddy had every right to leave. The expectations that she had for me and my friendship towards her were not met. And I think if one lesson that I've learned throughout this whole experience is just the importance of expectations and communicating those. No, yeah, no, you have to set your boundaries. You have to be very clear on the expectations. That's another thing, too, that a lot of people, they don't set expectations with the other person. They don't voice what they expect from them. And that's why their feelings are usually hurt because they expect so much of the other person. And it's just not, quote unquote, reciprocated, but it's like, is it really that it's not reciprocated or is what you do for a person not what you should be expecting the other person to do for you? Like you should be doing for someone out of the sheer fact that, you know, you are expecting nothing. And it's, I'm talking to myself at this point, too, because, you know, my story is very whatever. But at the end of the day, it's like we put these expectations on other people. They didn't ask for that. And. They they don't care. I mean, really, they don't care because they're going to give what they are able and capable of giving or what they sit what exactly what they see fit to give. But it's up to you to decide if you're going to take that one, if that's enough for you. And if you're not and it's not enough for you, are you going to then communicate about it and let them know what you expect from them going forward? And then based on how that conversation goes, we'll determine if that needs to be cut off or continued. Setting boundaries and reciprocating energy definitely do go hand in hand. Along with expectations. Right. And a lot of people don't realize that your energy isn't being reciprocated is really another way of saying you set expectations for other people. And you didn't and set you the appropriate set boundaries. The, exactly. And I that is like people are like, oh, my energy isn't whatever. It's like, no, sis or no, bro. Look at the whole situation. And then you ask yourself, well, did I set boundaries here? Did I make this clear? Did I communicate this with that person? Because that's another thing, too, is that sometimes people are too quick to cut people off. And it was a simple fix. Or mm -hmm. it was, you know, a simple explanation. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like, well, 
I don't know what happened with our friendship or with our, you know, family or our our relationship, our partnership. It's just like the energy wasn't there. It's like, is it really that the energy wasn't there or is that y'all wasn't clear on your boundaries and communicating what you expected of that person? Mm-hmm. Oof. That was a good one. And to add to that, at the end of the day, people do what you allow them to do. Period. That goes hand in hand with that as well. Period. Gems. Gem, gem, gem for the day. Because, yes, now. But, yeah. Hmm. We can add that to yet another thing that I have learned in my early 30s. <laughs> you know, well, I'm not 30 yet, but. Listen. I've, I've learned enough through watching you that I'm good. Oh, thanks. I'm Banging good. myself against the wall. <laughs> Let me out. No. <laughs> no, yeah. We're going to end it here because we just gave you guys a gem for the day reevaluate that's my gem for the day is to reevaluate how you're viewing these um boundaries these boundaries and as always guys thank you for tuning in to another episode of so you were saying please don't forget to follow us on spotify amazon music and podbean also follow us on instagram at so dot you were saying and email tell us at so you were saying dot com to share your stories yes ma'am bye bye bye